1958 address to the United Nations, former First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt asked the room and the world, where, after all, do human rights begin? Her answer, in small places close to home. Last weekend, there was a dedication of a bronze bust of Eleanor Roosevelt in our village of Tivoli, in a public space next to St. Paul's Church, where Eleanor Roosevelt's parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, and brothers are all interred. The bust was commissioned and donated by Art for Amnesty founder Bill Shipsey in recognition of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights' 70th anniversary. Brian and I and Nora took a walk on Sunday and walked to the beautiful church where the bronze bust now stands on a pedestal with its plaque, quote, and two benches. Next to it is a graveyard, which has at least a dozen of the Livingstons and Freeborns. Standing quietly, we read the plaque with the quote on universal rights about small places close to home. Unless these rights have meaning there, Eleanor continued, they have little meaning anywhere. Without concerted citizen action to uphold them close to home, we shall look in vain for progress in the larger world. Eleanor Roosevelt called the village of Tivoli home during childhood. The town has been my zip code for the last four years, but it's really since last week as we gave up the city, could I say, it's also my small place. I'm Matt Zucker and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 27, Eleanor was right. Brian took care of the move, the whole thing. Really, I didn't do much except label my own boxes. Years ago, I handled our move from the town Brownstone on 21st Street to the, t the apartment on 23rd Street. And I think he did the last one to Hudson Yards. It's really easier when one person is in charge with utter dictator control over what happens. Don't second guess me, the moving captain says. I'm not second guessing you, I say, smuggling my passport, medicines, tissue boxes, and extra flashlights with me, just in case they end up in the storage unit. On the morning, though, of the big day, we woke up early. I left for work and a new client meeting in Brooklyn. Brian texted me as Arthur Werner Movers arrived, the same company we've used the last three times. While we had packed most of our clothes, we had them do the kitchen and disassemble our bed. According to the text, around 11 a.m., they got into the truck to head north. Brian would meet them, first at the storage unit that we got for the furniture and boxes we didn't need, and then to the house for the rest. Things seemed to move smoothly, even in the heavy rain. At the end of the day, instead of back to Abington House at Hudson Yards, I took my stay bag to the hotel where we have taken up residence two nights a week. I couldn't believe after 27 years I was staying in a hotel in Manhattan. That's for tourists. Am I a tourist? My high school friend Suzanne came to meet me for dinner, who loves this residence hotel idea. Together we explored, checking out the common areas, the work floor on the mezzanine, which was busy but maybe quiet during the day, Plus, two more restaurants were upstairs with a game room and a handsome old-school bar, which was cool, although both were booked for a private event. I had work to do, so I went back downstairs later. I ordered a glass of wine, which apparently one has to pay for when it's not your home. The second one, too. Incredible. The hotel room itself is adorable. A little seating area and a giant TV. Instead of an iron, there's a steam thing, which you hold up to your clothes and it blow-dries the wrinkles out. I don't really get it, and I'm sure I did it wrong. The TV remote felt stuck on certain functions, so I started to get really annoyed and homesick for our own place and knowing how things worked. I called the front desk and someone was to come up, but 30 minutes later, no one came up, so I gave up and watched TV on my laptop. Eventually, though, I got it to work myself, and of course, then two guys arrived for the TV repair. I don't know why two shapes showed up. I'm my father's son, so I panicked over whether to tip or not and gave them singles. Don't tell Brian. Do I have to carry singles everywhere now? I didn't do this when I lived in a doorman building. Wait, do we have to tip at Christmas? 
Honestly, though, I'm not crazy. My stay bag is a hit. Listen to episode 26 for the contents that I planned for. Having a sweatshirt to change into was a really good idea. I felt all comfy and homey and watched trash TV and the news until late. Cables free, well, included here. Having my orange laundry bag to take dirty clothes out was also smart in thinking ahead. I may have told you this last episode. The orange laundry bag matches the orange bag, which has an orange tag. The theme is orange. In the morning, I woke up early, as I always do in hotels, but usually I'm in Chicago or Atlanta or Milwaukee, but here I woke up in New York City. I left, handed them my orange bag for next week, and walked with just my backpack towards the office, just about two city blocks. I stopped along the way at Zucker's Bagels to indulge myself. They have gluten-free bagels, and I got the good expensive smoked salmon. I told the cashier my last name, and she looked at me blankly, so I showed her my credit card, and she made a face. I said I actually wasn't related to the owner, just a funny coincidence, though sadly no one was laughing, especially not her. I mean, I wasn't looking for a discount, I said, obviously looking for a discount. She didn't offer one or smile. Yes, I thought, good. I'm still in New York. I'll be right back. Back home upstate, we started to unpack, slowly. Nothing we had we really needed, and condensing multiple closets also requires a purge. Our dishes, flatware, and glasses are the same, so we can combine or just leave them in storage. My quirks, though, definitely shine through. Now I have two emergency kits, two first aid kits, and at least eight power adapters and 12 extension cords. Saturday night, we attended the storytelling experience called The Porch, which is three times a year. You might remember I was at the mic last February at Murray's doing a city at story. This time, hosted by friends in their barn, our friend Angela did her great story, and we were just proud audience locals, bragging about giving up the apartment to everyone we bumped into. Saw the mayor, who when I mentioned needing to get a second car, recommended an electric one. I might do it both because it's a good idea and to get in with the mayor. Our first, our first full-time Sunday, we started to notice things. We weren't in two places, just here. We have a stream running along the, so the side of the property that you've heard about. It's one of our favorite things. Walking along the edge, I could see there was a lot of tree limbs and sticks across the river and realized, wait, is that natural or is there a beaver dam being built? It keeps getting bigger. We called the DEC, meaning Brian called the DEC, and they gave him advice that I suspect will be a whole episode to come. Today, walking Nora in the backwoods trails, she and I almost stepped on a medium-sized snake camouflaged into the leaves. I gave a small shriek, which only Ernie the donkey next door could hear, and we ran back to the house laughing to tell the other dad. We're here, but we sure have a ways to go. I'm curious what advice other converted full-timers have. How is the adaption for them? Kristen in our Facebook group posted this. She said, when I moved to the Hudson Valley full-time after 15 years in the city, I had to treat the city like an ex-boyfriend. Unfollow, unfriend, stay away for six months, and then maybe we can work on just being friends. <laughs> I love that. If you have advice, please go to facebook.com slash cityatlife and share it in our Facebook group. Thanks again for listening. Just a reminder, if you're toying with a drive to the Hudson Valley, this is a great time. The colors this fall are amazing and peak right now. It's also the end of apple season. Red Hook's Chocolate Festival is November 2nd, and the Pickle Festival in Rosendale is November 10th. I'm Matt Zucker, a 27-year veteran of New York City, and now a full-time resident of the Hudson Valley. Come visit. Come visit.